Yo, this your boy Lee, and this is Lee Green on the Air. So, an outbreak that has been taking toll on Af- African Americans in Alabama, and I'm gonna speak on that in a few minutes. But it goes to say is that a small group of masked family members gather under a great canopy while the pastor gives a sermon. Other mourners stand as a distance by the cars. It's a new funeral tradition in the time of the coronavirus for the new Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. It's never a time that losing people is easier than another time, says Reverend Dr. Clinton Johnson of the virus's mark on his predominantly African-American congregation in Mobile, Alabama. So, Apparently, while this is all going on, there are some racist, poor black white people that are out there protesting in other places in, in the United States, talking about massages are essential, but you got to open the beaches back up, they, they're essential. No, they're not. No, the hell they're not. None of those places are essential at all. So, moving on. The church guitarist, a deacon and a congregant of 38 years are among those that are killed by the disease. Other members were infected but recovered. It's hard to understand why some survive and others do not, he said. In Mobile County, there are, like across Alabama and the nation, of course, the disproportionate number of coronavirus deaths are African Americans. No, they're not. Most of the deaths are mostly white people. They just don't want to admit that. Of the county's 79 record deaths as of Friday, 53% of the deceased were black. While whites make up the majority of the population, they represent only 39% of COVID-19 deaths, which is also bullshit. But going back to what I said, there are some people out there that are just protesting for no apparent reason. No, it's not black people because I watched some of the news stories on YouTube and stuff. There, I don't see one single black person out there, pro, you know, protesting against against you know the COVID nineteen stay at home orders. As yes, even though the country itself is slowly is slowly opening back up. It's still not enough to, you know, just stop the virus. There's even some people just going out there with guns and stuff. And hell, half of them are even, actually, majority of them do not even have the mask on. Moving on. Since the coronavirus hits his congregation, Reverend Cleveland is speaking out via his weekly online sermons and also on his radio show, asking residents, asking his residents, to stay home or wear a mask if they go out, which is a smart thing to do. See, that's a reverend right there. Not like that stupid-ass pastor uh, up in Florida. His name is Tony Spell, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, he's from he's from Louisiana, actually. He actually wants people to, get, you know, donate their stimulus checks just for his own selfish purposes. He's not out there helping people at all. And if you look inside his church in one of the videos, you're going to see at least a couple of them coon-ass black people out there. They're not the ones that even, they're not even just 
paying attention themselves. They just can't wait for them churches to be cut back open just so they can get them tithes and them offerings. See, majority of these pastors, I'm not going not, to, not all, but majority of them are nothing but pimps. But that's another story for another time. Mo- Mobile County is the hardest hit in the state, with infection numbers still rising at 1,040. 132 confirmed cases as of Saturday. Still, Clinton watches Mobile residents take few fewer precautions than he liked. Pumping gas without gloves on, running up to the running up to hugging or shake his hand, he explains why they can't touch, which is very good. We're in a situation now where your life is tied to mine and mine to yours. Like never before, he said. And it goes on to say a racial factor. A couple of hours driving north in Selma, the pastor of Brown Chapel AME Church, Reverend Leodis Strong, is worried for his mostly elderly congregation. Many have gone much of their lives without health insurance. The, the health risk is, tends to be greater than uh, some of the congregation because of economic situations. And all of that has a tinge of racial factor, he said, which is very true. Because if you go back and look at history itself, uh, racism has been around since the test of time. And it's gotten worse with each decade or millennia or century if you will. They still exist today because otherwise people, uh, black people like Trayvon Martin or Philando Castile or many others wouldn't they have a shot by these racist ass police and white supremacists. And unfortunately a new case like a brother that was jogging down in Georgia he was he was gunned down senselessly by two white supremacist males. I forgot their names, and if I got his name, I do apologize. I will get to that story another time as, as well. But may that brother actually rest in power. Such barriers to health tends to result in chronic health conditions like diabetes and hypertension. The connected to worst outcomes with coronavirus states, UAB professor Dr. Reagan Durant. These conditions often make patients more prone not only to bring to being infected in some cases, but also to suffer more severe symptoms and more severe cases once infected, he said. African Americans make up about thirty eight percent of laboratory confirmed COVID nineteen cases and forty percent of deaths. As of April 21st, despite representing 27% of the state's population, according to statistics compiled by UAB, CDC data shows black, blacks makes up 27% of recorded coronavirus death nationwide, despite representing just 13% of the population. There is a collective instability Sorry, I can't pronounce this word. Instability, so, so socially that is associated with being poor, that chronic chronic stress is probably magnified during the pandemic. Durant said, "The blacks are disproportionately live near the poverty line in the United States. They are more than likely to be laid off due to coronavirus." Unfortunately, so many people are still out of work right now, while some uh, uh, and others are still trying to get their 
you know, the stimulus checks and unemployment checks too. This is getting worse and worse almost as each day goes by. Moving on. Black, uh, blacks disproportionately, oh, sorry. Go, there are some of Durant's colleagues at UAB observed that transportation, cell phone access, and mandatory physician referrals were obstacles to coronavirus, leading to where current says and recent launched a mobile initiative to test people in low-income Birmingham neighborhoods. But guess what, though? Some doctors just deny people of, you know, medical service, and more black people end up getting killed because those those doctors refuse to serve them. And I do send my thoughts and prayers to everyone who passed away during this virus and also the nurses and doctors and nurses, especially the nurses, because it's getting harder and harder for them to, you know, keep it together while, you know, performing difficult tasks every day. So if you do go to a doctor that next time, show some appreciation to those nurses because they do have a difficult and very challenging task at hand. And, and going on to say, we are so sensitive to all the challenges people have uh, have in the community. Say, UAB's doctor, Dr. Mona Fulard, who helped launch the mobile testing initiative about two weeks ago. When clients are distressful at uh, distressful at of the test, they say they are willing to talk it through. We'll we explain that this is. is it's just a swag. You're not going to get the virus, he said. So it goes down, he said, but the level of healthcare resources in Alabama cities presents a stark contrast to the lack of infrastructure in the state rural black belt region where many hospitals have closed. So I'm going to stop right here and, and take a little break. We'll be back. Hello, my lactation Sulfur Queen Beauty has her own business. She grooms locks. She's a lock extension specialist, creates locks jewelry, and she promotes a healthy lifestyle and sells detox products. Detoxing is not all about losing weight, but to remove all the waste buildup from all your organs. You can lose up to 10 to 20 pounds off of waste alone with plenty of water and a clean diet to not build up more waste you can receive amazing results as fast as five pounds in five days for more info look up sofa queen beauty on instagram and facebook yo if you want to lose weight and but working out is not enough look no further than latoya wears the total life changes or for short tlc it's a product that can help you lose Weight in no time flat. And contact Latoya Webb for more detail on our Facebook page, and also going to Marie's mission as well. Total life changes. It won't let you down. Yo, what's good? Welcome back to the show. So to pick up where we left off. Is on the article saying that to reverence strong, the responsibility lies with Governor K. Ivey for not expanding Medicaid. Ivey recently said it would be irresponsible to expand Medicaid. How the hell is that irresponsible to 
expand something that a we all need and b and b to something that to have you know to have you know involved in such a pandemic like this like nobody in the entire world knows is knew exactly what was this was going to happen like we're basically in a in a damn depression right now in the great depression it feels like the 1920s all over again notice that it happened then and now it's like happening again like a hundred years later so it also goes on to say it's so tragic that almost that KIB would praise her health screening provided by her health care that gave her an early diagnosis of brain cancer and at the same time refused to sign a Medicaid expansion that would allow thousands upon thousands of other Alabamians, especially black Alabamians at that, to have access to the same health care to get early detention, early diagnosis so they too can have a better chance to live, he said. Uh, moving on, it also says concern about uh, about all people. Norma Petway comes from a family of quilters, best known as part of the G Ben's quilting collective. It's a tradition that started in slavery, when family members would sue together, uh, sue together clothes to remember loved ones sold away. She says back then it was how they kept clothes that were worn by loved ones that they didn't want to forget, said Patway. They would make pieces and and use them to keep warm during the winter. Pet Petway is a substitute teacher who lives in Boykin but hasn't been able to get work or unemployment during the pandemic. She is living off a stimulus check this month and may seek up for one of her sons if she can't pay the bills in the future which i think that's actually real good because i'm help i'm currently helping my mom paying bills as well so miss petway i i can get i see where you're coming from i really do she feels the coronavirus situation is overblown and the panic button has been pressed it's like a mind of a matter keep moving forward don't think on that on that so much she said so if we go, so I really am impressed, you know. By the way, Miss Petway is is handling this whole situation, and many more like her, and can you know learn a thing or two. Hell, I can learn a thing or two from her. And it also goes on to say, Petway, uh, Petway says that she was brought out to love people regardless of race, but it bothers her when she sees president you know who uh, on television without a mask on and that's something i want to point out too in the entire pandemic that's been going on since march why in the hell is the president or the people in the white house wearing masks mm, i i can already tell you why a bunch of damn clowns and ignorant and spoiled ass brats did that they are, they refuse to do it. And they think they're immune to it. Like, nope. Look what happened to Mike Pence's, you know, staff. There's his staff members and probably himself as well. Also has now come in contact with 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 the virus. So guess what? I keep up with what's going on in the White House, even though I'm not really a politician, uh, a politic kind of person at all. So and she also quote, what is it that make that's making him more immune to this 
to this than anyone else. Actually, he doesn't. And she also went on to say he he must have the antidote. He must know what it is or how it got started or what or what it made or what made it. Geraldine Collins is a retired high school counselor who lives in nearby Uniontown. She described the Black Belt as an economic depressed and deprived of health resources. I'm going to say something right here. For the people who don't know or maybe they just you know, need a refreshment, they, they're not here to help our black people. I'm sorry, but they're not. Majority of them, including Kay Ivy herself, they're not they're not even trying to provide health care for any Alabamian, especially the black ones. Because we're more likely to either die off from you know, much worse health problems than than the coronavirus. Not saying that some hasn't died from it. I pray to God and you know, God forbid if anything else happens. But I'm just, you know, wanting to put that out there. And yeah, it's going on to say, yes, she believes the coronavirus transcends race. Adding that some black people are also pushing for society to reopen. No, I have not seen one black person pushing for society to reopen. Hell, I'm not out there pushing society to reopen at all like that. I wanted to reopen, but not at the expense of what's going on because I've seen the cases go up right here in Alabama, especially in Mobile. It's going up and up and up and up. Moving on. Everybody is everybody is vulnerable for this. No matter what the race is, we should be concerned about all people. Now, I'm only more concerned about our people, the black people. So, I'd rather be more concerned about us in the black community than, you know, the rest of them. Because I've seen the videos. They really, they damn sure don't want us, uh, want us, you know, to prosper at all. I've seen that. And it's also, moving on, it says, they stack the decks. Mobile, uh, Mobile City Councilman Fred Richardson is hoping he can help slow the spread of the virus through his community. I just left Walmart, he quoted, and most of the people I saw didn't have a mask on. He said on Thursday, any day he saw no one, and I'm going to say it again, any day he saw no one, they're sanitizing shopping carts. He wants business to step up and take responsibility, which is very true because I actually was going to Walmart the other day and I seen almost a few people without any mask on and I was just like, why? You must want the virus that bad. Anyway, stick to the story. He wants businesses to step up and take responsibility by presenting plans to keep staff and customers safe. So, born in poverty in Connecticut County, three generations removed from slavery, Richardson says he wants to be he was the first uh, generation of blacks to have a high, high school to go to, a public education he considers subpar. This nation declared war on African Americans when we first got here and then not let up. He ain't lying about that. We've been in a constant war against racism and white supremacy since Mm, since we got them slave ships from when they, you know, came and kidnapped and stole, uh, shipped us all the way up to 
America and other places as well. Hence the reason why the racial tensions continue today. He said on the underling health disparities that continue to play out with the coronavirus, they stack the decks to make sure we be in the basement of this great society. And that's where we find our citizens, he said, of the higher death rates for blacks. Richardson had tried unsuccessfully to pass a council, a council resolution to requiring residents to wear masks in public. Instead, the council passed a resolution recommending residents to wear masks but not requiring them. Why? Like, I mean, come on now. I Don't you want to be safe? And every like, don't you want to protect yourself from this so-called virus? I mean, not gonna say so-called because people actually die from it. Lord, please forgive me. Uh, but they're too hard-headed. They don't want to do that. In fact, this ain't the first story I'm I'm going to cover on this. So it also said you you have government leaders not really willing to step up to the plate. He also quoted. Richardson draws a comparison between Mobile, whose mayor is white, and Birmingham, where the mayor is black. Uh, Randall, Randall Wolf, Wolfen, mayor of Birmingham, shut, shut down the city early and required masks to be worn in public. Mobile's mayor, Sandy Stimson, who is a white person, pushed to keep businesses open. I'm like, dude, the virus is still going on. Like, People are still dying from this virus. No wonder why there is the death rate toll uh, due to the virus is so damn high in in Mobile, because of people like uh, Sandy Stimson. Right, moving on. Birmingham tested nearly twice the number as Mobile and is live is levying five hundred dollar fines for violating the mass law compared to Mobile's hundred dollar penalty law for its curfew. Richardson pointed out Stinson did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Of course she didn't, because she knew that she was going to get exposed for doing such. That's why she didn't want want anything to do with that. And it's also going to say, this is a very aggressive enemy, say Mobile County Health Officer Bert Edgechol, if I'm saying it right. Uh, the death toll of the coronavirus. He said that Mobile started testing slower than Birmingham because of a lack of supplies, but now it is has now improved capacity. The Mobile County Health Department is strongly recommending that rather than mandating, which they should anyway, I'd rather for them to mandate than just like than recommending because recommending is just like saying can you like just put on the mask and you don't have to but no mandate that shit like mandate it like immediately so social distancing and the use of masks to sit down and tell you that all that you have to do something that is by law or by regulation is more challenging he said it it's best he quoted if we can educate the people and see, and they see the value in it, I already see the value in it. I'm not going. I don't go anywhere without my mask. If I do, I'll be like, "Oh no, I forgot my mask." So I go back to my car, make sure I put on the mask, and I'm making sure that 
I'm fully protected at all costs, no matter where I go, whether it's at work or just run some errands. And moving on, it says, it says, Reverend Johnson, the mobile pastor, agrees to, about the need to educate people to take precautions. But he says it, when it's safe again, his congregation will rejoin in person to memorialize the members they lost. And those who survived the disease are ready to celebrate life like never before. It makes him think about a traditional song, Going, going to Heaven. When I was growing up, we used to sing when we all get together or the time or the time he said. Later, he thinks about the traditional hymn in terms of life on earth. We're marking the song uh, has more relevance rev- now than ever before. So that's actually it. That's actually the end of the article. And I just want to touch down on, on a few things. A... Please wear your mask when you go anywhere in Alabama. And number two, KIV really needs to step it up. Because if this keeps, if this eventually keeps up by the next election, we're voting her the hell out. I don't give a damn about anything else. Look, if you guys want to vote, uh, vote out, that's your business. Because I just want to... I just want, I'm looking at the interest for, not just for myself, but for all black people in Alabama. And it was like, if you don't have a black agenda right here in Alabama, you're not going to get my vote. Because I'm going to just go ahead and just go straight to voting independent from now on. If you don't, if neither one of the parties, whether it's the Democrat or the Republican, don't have anything for this state, let alone the nation, nope, I'm not voting. So... I hope you guys, you know, enjoyed this episode today. Thank you for listening to Lee Green on Air. Be sure to listen to listen to it on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts, as, as well as many more. And I will see you guys in the next episode.